Every ultimate experience Ireland has to offer is always within reach with a 182 BMW. The ultimate bowl of chowder, seasoned with Atlantic salt air, the ultimate swim spot, even the ultimate scenic shortcut that happily takes way, way longer. Experience the ultimate with a 24-hour test drive from your local BMW retailer. Because owning your new BMW is always within reach. Visit BMW182.ie. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is enough for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 65 of Dumb All Over. Recording from It's Always Snowing in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, this is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we're always under the influence of craft beer. Mm -hmm. On today's episode, we will talk about the Syria bombing, the James Comey interview, Sean Hannity, and a couple stories on some pastors that you're going to want to hear. Or not. (laughs) Probably not. Then we're going to talk... About the shrill witch-like alien with human-like resemblances known as Ayn Rand <laughs> for this big for this week's bigly topic, and then we treat you already, to- <laughs> huh? <laughs> and then we treat you to not one but two Alex Jones clips. Yeah, and believe me, those you're gonna want to see. <laughs> those, yes, yes. So uh, when yeah. that segment comes up, get out your beach chair. Yes, and some snacks. Throw up your feet <laughs> and some snacks yeah. for sure. Uh, as always, I am Tom. I am joined yet again in studio yeah. with my co-host, Austin. What's up, Tom? Hi, Austin. Oh, boy. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's probably the last time we get to do this together. Yeah. For a while, so. Okay. Enjoy it, listeners. I don't, I don't know if it actually makes a difference. <laughs> probably not. I don't think so. It feels like it does. Yeah. But probably by the time like I go through all the editing and get rid of mm-hmm. the pauses and stuff, it probably makes no difference to the listener. Probably not. I mean, well, what's different about- uh, Well, usually when we're together, it's less work for me when I edit it. Okay. Because just, I mean, being over the internet, even that adds like sometimes a delay. Oh, uh, okay. And so I have to go in and edit all that stuff out. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, something about being in the same room with somebody, you kind of get that- More like, conversational. Can, yeah, and you can ride the, like, the, the arc mm. of where the stories are going, but- Okay, I'm glad you finished the sentence. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was going to places where no one wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tom. So, Austin, it's snowing, barely, but kind it's of, still yeah. snowing. Yeah. And it's, uh, what is it, April 15th or 16th or whatever? 17th. It's the 17th? Yeah. Yeah, it's the 17th. That's what it says on the calendar. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's snowing. And it's snowing. Yeah. Isn't that fucked? It is very fucked, yes. Um. Well... Listen, we got a bunch of news stories we're going to cover. Um, quite a bit happened in the four fucking days. Because <laughs> we, like, we recorded so late last week, it feels like yeah. we were just here, yeah. and yet so much fucking happened. It did. It did. It's crazy. So we're going to need to drink. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, we have, you know, beer to drink. We do. Um, I'm actually pretty excited. this is excited. not what I was expecting. No, I'm actually pretty excited for this. Uh, we're going to do some IPAs today. 
Um, and this one, our first one is from Trogues, one of our favorite companies, I'd yeah. say. Um, it is called First Cut IPA. Let me read the description because it's actually pretty interesting. Does um, it start out, it's the deepest? Uh, no. Wow. Uh, no. Each spring, hop growers dust off their pruning shears. <laughs> okay, Trogues. And, <laughs> and trim the first shoots, uh, bolstering the binds. It's so dark. Binds for a rich growing season. First cut, a mouthful of silky Simcoe and a touch of mango. Ooh, it rhymes. Is a nod to this ritual, without which the world would be less happy place. Okay, agreed. Uh, Sounds like they're talking about pot, though. (laughs) It kind of does. (laughs) Well, it is a cousin, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. The ABV, for those keeping score at home, is 6.2, so not bad. No. Not wirebocker. And it's funny. You poured it out, and it has, like, the... Like the look of orange soda. It does. Uh, it <laughs> is like... actually called, because actually Trogues um, lists the colors. This is called Hazy Orange. Okay. That's um, pretty accurate. My first cover <laughs> band. Hazy. <laughs> 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 um, which would be, it has to be a, a Hey, a Jimmy... don't do their job for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You're going to say Jimmy Buffett, weren't you? No. Oh, okay. Purple Haze? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, mm. hmm? But there is a Purple Haze beer. Anyway, without further ado. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we we are here to do the cheers. So let's do that. We'll yep. start this episode off the correct way. All right. Ooh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That, you don't that, even have to fake it this time. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? We didn't fake it. <laughs> we just virtually. Never fake it. No. Clinged our glasses. That is really good. That's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, with the IPAs, you expect that really hoppy flavor this is not at all yeah it's very light in the hoppy taste and there's a nice little sweet aftertaste that's why i love i love simcoe hops that's why i'm so mad where stopped making the double simcoe yeah but then they brought it back but i don't know what the status is now right but now they sell it in those big cans they're like oh okay okay they're like 16 ounce cans or might even be more than that what do you think about the mango in this you like that as a yes i do yeah it it accentuates the uh the hops a little bit Mm. And it makes it so it's like, because even Simcoe hops have a little bit of bitterness, but this one does not. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a big IPA fan, no. but I do like Which this Which is crazy because we have a lot of IPAs today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe I'll become a fan. if they, they keep... were all the ones left over there we didn't <laughs> want to drink last time. <laughs> That's not false. That is not <laughs> false. All right. Um, we have quite a bit of stories to get to. So, oh, yeah. without further ado, let's enter the Trump Report. Yeah. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Um, our first story is one that well, we probably all saw coming, but um, what? How could you? No, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, this uh, first one comes from The Atlantic. It is uh, entitled, The Backlash Against Trump's Syria Strike. So, yes, if you're not aware, because you live under a rock, uh, <laughs> we did bomb certain facilities in Syria. Yes, we blew them away, all the empty ones. <laughs> all the empty ones, you think? Oh, yeah, that was the report that yeah, most I of saw. what they hit was just empty, I nothing, saw. yeah. Uh, last week, Donald Trump willfully violated the Constitution 
as even he it's wants. Not the first thing I've willfully violated. <laughs> Um, as even he once understood it, despite being warned against doing so by dozens of members of Congress. Hours before the president ordered the U.S. military strike three targets in Syria, 88 members of Congress sent him a letter to remind him of his legal obligations. Strikes, in quotes, when no direct threat to the United States exists and without congressional authorization would violate the Constitution's separation of powers, they declared. We strongly urge you to consult and receive authorization from Congress before ordering additional use of U.S. military force in Syria. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good that you said that because um, he didn't. I did not. He did not. No. Uh, The account of the law was bipartisan. The signatories included 15 Republicans and 73 Democrats, and a similar similar letter sent to President Obama in uh, 2013 was signed by 119 Republicans and 21 Democrats. A little little reversey. Except that weakling actually did refer to Congress instead of doing the strikes. He did. Yeah. Um, And and Trump did not. I, I remember I saw an update from the CNN app saying that Trump was going to speak. And I remember looking at my dad, who I was hanging out with at the time, and I said, oh, so we're going to war. <laughs> war. What is it good for? Absolute distraction. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see. Today's Republican-controlled Congress lacks a majority willing to punish Trump uh, for his illegal war making. Uh, and <laughs> and that status quo uh, alarms many. This country now consi- considers it perfectly normal for the president to launch a fierce assault against a foreign country 5,000 miles from our borders without any congressional involvement at all, let alone a declaration of war. And, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So. So there you go. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Bush... I mean, he went to war without a declaration of war, but he did consult Congress. Right. And that's okay because he went through Congress at least. Now, kind con- of. He was supposed to get a declaration of war and he didn't. Right. Well, well, Congress is the only one who can issue war. Presidents can issue military actions. But this doesn't look like he did it completely legally. And even if when he did. When have I ever done anything completely legally or and, legally at all? And even if he did, Austin, like you said, uh, there's reports saying that this was useless. No. And it makes me really wonder if this was a plan from all of these countries involved. Because all of a sudden, Russia's like, real, well, not all of a sudden, but they're really involved with this, right? Well, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe I'm watching too much House of Cards, but I wouldn't mm. be surprised if they all gave each other a phone call saying, well, we're, we're going to bomb these facilities because you don't really use them anyway, and it'll make it look like we're pr- putting pressure on you. And then Russia, uh, Mr. Pooty, you got to go and uh, you know pretend that you're really upset. Well, it's funny because I saw somebody tweet that like they were saying the only thing preventing World War Three is the cool-headedness of Russia. And I'm thinking that's because... Everybody's doing exactly what they want. Well, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. like Russia wants all of this. This is exactly right. what they want. Where right. nothing really gets destroyed, but it looks like there's going to be conflict, and then Russia can, you know, spin that. Of course. To come out on top. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, the, Russia is dealing with, you know, France, who has a brand new leader, mm-hmm. who clearly has no idea what the fuck he's doing. England, who uh, their prime minister is under a lot of pressure right. because she's terrible at her job. Yes, yeah. And Trump, who can't rub two brain cells together <laughs> because he was born an ignorant fool yeah. with crazy hair. Yeah, so. well, yeah. You think he was born with that hair too? 
I like I I believe it. Like oh, he, yeah, he, like he came Absolutely. out of the womb yeah. like that yeah. with the same haircut. <laughs> they called it the Trump from the very beginning. Yeah. From the very beginning, yeah. So, what do you make of this? Uh, is this are we going to see more airstrikes in the future? Or do you think this is a one and done scenario? I think we could see more, but I think it's going to be a little while. Just like there's a big gap between the first time he sent strikes there mm-hmm. and this time. I think there'll be another big gap because he's just trying to look like the strong man, but he really doesn't want to start mm-hmm. too much military. And I mean, but he does like the distraction, so it depends on what happens with the investigation, too, I think. Yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit more of a possibility of why this might have happened uh, with a couple more stories coming up because there's quite a bit of domestic news going on. But mm-hmm. I, I would also urge a warning to Trump because the Democrats look like everything's in set for the, in order for the Democrats to take control of Congress again. Like we, we were pretty much set that the House is going to be the one that we're going to take over. The Democrats are going to bring yeah. back. But now it looks like the Senate might be too. It's in play. So yeah. if it's in play and all of a sudden you have the Democrats controlling Congress, you're in trouble. Yeah. Because if you do this kind of an action with a Democratic Congress, there's a chance that you're not going to last a year. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, impeachment is still really difficult. It definitely is. I'm Even not with saying- Democrat control of both houses. Right. But I'm just saying it's more of a possibility. Yeah. And if you're going to yeah. do these potentially illegal strikes, you're probably going <laughs> to hear a lot from it. Yeah. And why you mentioned distraction, right? Our next story is Operation Awesome Distraction. And or tremendous, that's it, what it would be. It would definitely Operation be tremendous. tremendous distraction. It's bigly it's a bigly distraction. Yeah. Because I have problems in America. And yeah. he does. Uh because I don't know if you saw it, but James Comey is back. He's back yes, in the news. He's back. Why is he back in the news, Austin? He's back because he's written a book, mm-hmm. and now he's going on his um, book tour. Fuck Trump book tour, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck Trump 2018. Yes. <laughs> Which yeah. is also my nickname for the midterms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a good nickname yeah, for it, too. Yeah. Uh, James Comey, this is an article from the Washington Post. Comey's remarkable new admission helps explain how Trump won. Now, it's this is obviously focusing on one aspect, but the interview that, that he did have was everything that we could expect. Um, yeah, although to be honest, I don't think I learned anything. No, new. no, but it was nice Pretty to Pretty much all the stuff I knew. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, one one of my favorite lines, I played you a clip before the show started, was where when Comey was talking about the potential golden showers, and he said, I never thought that I would have to say this in my life, but I'm not sure if Trump had prostitutes piss on him. Yeah. What is this? None of us are sure. I know. I mean, it's crazy. It, it could totally have happened. It, it did happen. Let's just say it happened. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if it happened, but um, I wouldn't put it past him at all. Mm-mm. Not even a bit. I'm going the next step. I think, I think, think it, it happened. Happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really, to be perfectly honest, I don't give a shit. No, no, me neither. I don't give a shit if people are pissing on him right I now. I, well, he's pissing on us for sure. <laughs> uh, according to Alex Jones, he is shitting on us. Oh, all of man. <laughs> but now I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, we will get to that. Um. From the Washington Post, former FBI Director James B. Comey's new book and media tour have been closely scrutinized in all kinds of ways. But there should be a lot more media discussion about another inescapable takeaway from his revelations. The grievances of Hillary Clinton and her supporters about what happened in the 2016 election to uh, have proved to be well-grounded and legitimate. Um, mm, I'm not think? so sure about no? that. No? No. Why not? Elaborate. Well, well, because what they're saying is the fact that he reopened 
the email investigation just right. a week before the election. Right. But who put emails on a private server after she was told repeatedly not to? It is true. But I think what they're talking about is what he said after. Because... Yeah, he said that he thought she was going to win. Because so of the that, polls. Yeah. The polls were showing that she was going to win by a, a substantial margin. margin yeah. And that was why he did it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, I, I think he, in a way, I feel like he might have been trying to protect her. Like saying, let's do this, you know, let's you know, close right. this, you know, and then when you get elected, you won't have it hanging over your head anymore. I understand that. Yeah. But at the same time. I mean, you were playing with fire. Oh, I know, yeah. You're playing with fire. I mean, I think it was a mistake, but yeah. we cannot forget that it was none other than Hillary Clinton herself. Yeah, I, exactly. Who created, the, like like so many of her problems, she creates them herself, and then the the subsequent action after it happens just makes it worse. Right. And, we and also, oftentimes it's worse than what she actually did. And we also have to remember one thing when we're talking about this. She still technically won. <laughs> she had more yeah. votes. She had more votes. She yeah. had more votes. She did. So I mean we're we're ta- we're we're making a, a useless case anyway because it happened it happened it happened but that's what I think they're talking about is yeah. is that specific part they I know, all- but they always they never seem to mention that it was she who used that server yeah when she shouldn't have no she should not have and was it as big a deal as the Republicans made it of course not no. 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 Because As Bernie said, we were sick yeah. and tired of hearing about her damn and, emails. And, you know, fucking Trump has given away classified information directly to the heads of state. It's not even just that. Yeah. Even Mike Pence has an email fucking oh, problem. Yeah. Everyone in Congress has a I fucking know. email problem they're all now. they're old and they don't know how it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. But it's so as, stupid. As those uh, sessions with Zuckerberg taught us. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. That was just a one prolonged IT call. <laughs> I saw a clip on YouTube of somebody claiming that... Uh, Zuckerberg is like this lizard creature from outer space. And <laughs> was it Alex Jones? It wasn't. No. And they, they're just taking his mo. They showed some clips of like in the middle of that congressional yeah, yeah, hearing yeah, yeah. Yeah. where he was like he would make a joke, smile, and then instantly go right back to dead face. No. It was the most disturbing thing in the world. Yeah. But I'm starting to believe that there might actually be something there. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's really fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he also went on to talk about um, Trump's uh, morals, okay? And or more specifically, his lack, lack of. Thereof. Yeah. yeah. Now, what lack he said- what? I have perfect morals. They're tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's one thing that I really disagreed with when he said, when he was talking about this. Okay. He said that he thinks Trump is above intelligence. He's above average intelligence. He actually thinks that mm. he's an extremely- intelligent person no that's not what he said he said above average intelligence okay but to me that's extremely intelligent because where i have his intelligence is nowhere so in comparison you know what though i i I don't know if i disagree with him because if you look at the intelligence level of this country okay okay (laughs) if you're going by that then he's right like he actually was able to put a camp like if you listen to people yeah like when you see people on twitter and on facebook and you listen to them speak they might not be as smart as Trump, and Trump is a fucking moron. Yeah, well, but this country is so stupid. You see, it's I, so stupid. I'm still torn, Austin. I don't know whether or not I think he's just a bumbling idiot, or he's extremely intelligent no, and he's playing he's not us for a fool. No, he's not. I don't know. He's a bumbling idiot. He's just above average. Well, he also went on to say that that's not the reason why he's an illegitimate president. But the fact that his moral standards Yeah, he's are, morally unfit to be president. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I agree. And 
I agree on both I think he ends. might be mentally unfit, too. I think Comey might be wrong. You see, that's where I, I, I agree with you. And he said that uh, there's, there's no sign of, like, mental... Uh, like, no. There definitely... There has oh, yeah. to be. There yeah. has to be. Yeah. We've seen him speak. We've seen him do these speeches. Yeah. He's not, in my opinion... And I do lean on the fact that he, I think he's a bumbling idiot. I don't think he's that smart. Just listen to the way he speaks. Yeah, I like speak I'm, like an asshole I'm and not an idiot. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure he has like Alzheimer's. Like you know no, those conspiracy no. theories where yeah, yeah, no, 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 he's, I, you know, dying of some degenerative disease. <laughs> right. Not, like no, unfortunately, that's maybe not diabetes. True. Yeah, but but I think it is true that he just his intelligence level isn't high enough to be president of the United States. No. And, and even if it is above the average person, right. like would you want somebody slightly better than the average person to be president? No, you need somebody no. exceptional. Right. And like I I'm I'm not the biggest Barack Obama fan, okay? But he was an intelligent person. Very yeah. intelligent person. He was he one knew- of the rare mixes of <clears throat> incredibly intelligent mm. and incredibly charismatic. Right. Very somebody yeah, that's extremely you know, charismatic. Everybody could relate to. Right. You know, unless you're a bigot, which well, yeah, and, and half it, the voting populace is. Ugh, I know, <laughs> but, I know. But like, you know, and people, I just feel like even if you didn't like his policy, other than like the Fox News crew, mm-hmm. like even people who weren't big fans of his policy liked him as a person. Yeah, because there's not much to dislike. No. You know, like when we had Bush as president, every other day there was a clip that you could make fun of because oh, yeah. he was a he was a very poor public speaker number one <laughs> yeah, and, and his was. policies and his actions were just really fucking bizarre obama did everything accordingly yeah there was a few almost incidents. too much like they he, he made people too passive well don't forget one of the big controversies was he wore a fucking tan suit or it's he cra- had dijon mustard i know and it's crazy what the right picks up because there were real controversies there were definitely real controversies yeah. And there were like things his, that his they should have supported. Maybe it was a mistake. And you know what? There's also things that Republicans, if they weren't so fucking blind to the fact that he's a Democrat or black, yeah. they would have agreed with some of his issues. Oh, a lot he of them. He was huge yeah. on fracking. We can't yeah. forget that. And that's a that's a strong Republican issue. And he stood up and he told Wall Street that you know I'm the only thing between you and the mob. Yeah. <laughs> Where Bernie would have been like, "How about him?" <laughs> Right? Tear this fucking place down. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I I mean, I don't know. Just, it's it's pretty dumb. Yeah. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Comey's back in the news. That's yep. what this whole point is. And <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There was a point to this. There was. There yeah. was. And uh, he's causing some trouble for Trump. And it's going to be interesting to see what, what comes from this. I mean, I was watching Fox News because I was at the mechanic and that's what they had on. Oh, yeah. And watching them talk about James Comey and they, I heard the word traitor used you see, several this is, times. See, this is what's wrong with the, like, the blue-collar workers of America is in these places they put on Fox News and that's all they hear all day. They right. don't even know. I think that they're being brainwashed. Probably not. And Because you're probably not even really paying attention to it. It just seeps in. Probably, it's yeah. It's like, just turn off the fucking news. Cause like Just I, cut it off. I had a book with me and I was reading. Yeah, and I I'm pretty good at ignoring things, but there were certain words and certain phrases that they oh, were yeah. saying that was like, well, oh, Fox no. News is specifically designed to penetrate all distraction and right. make you feel a certain way, mm-hmm. and it knows how to target its audience and it does it really well. It's one of the greatest examples of propaganda in the 20, uh, 20th and 21st century. Well, didn't they have to reclassify themselves because of a lawsuit? Oh yeah, they're not news from news yeah, to entertainment. Atten- yeah. They also dropped Fair and Balance, which I thought was maybe the first honest thing they've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
let's actually, this is actually one of my better segues. Let's stay on the topic of Fox News because our next story. Oh, good. Are we going to talk about Fox and Friends? No. <gasps> Did you want to have a guess? <laughs> Are you going to leave I only me? guess once. Oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah. You're one and done? One and done. I've heard that about you. I told Melania. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No better newspaper for this story than the New York Times. So Mm. let's go to the New York Times for this one. Fake news. Exactly. The failing New York Times whose subscriptions are so far up. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Mm. Like I, I'm, I, I could care less about they the New York Times. They fail like my casino succeeded. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, this is pretty interesting. This actually just happened, I believe, yesterday. Okay. Sean Hannity. This is the title of the article. Sean Hannity is named as client of Michael Cohen. Uh oh. <laughs> Trump's personal lawyer. <laughs> well, now we know why he had a meltdown yep. when Cohen's office was raided by yes, the FBI. Yeah. And there's actually many clips of Hannity defending Cohen throughout yeah. the throughout the whatever last and year. And he freaked or the fuck out on Twitter. He did. He was yeah. like having an aneurysm. He did. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, from his Fox News pulpit, Sean, Sean Hannity has been one of the more... Uh, Ardent supporters of President Trump. Oh yeah, <laughs> cheering his agenda. <laughs> wow, that is such an understatement. <laughs> One of the more ar- yeah, yeah. Like he is so far up Trump's ass that he's probably all covered in Cheeto dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, or Big Mac cheese, whatever it is that Trump. You eats. know, it's yeah. probably the second. It's yeah, probably the latter yeah. there because he eats. What do they say? Is it one or two Big Macs a two day? Two and a fish fillet. It's disgusting. Yeah, and the fish fillet is fucking. Gross. Gross, man. But I I take off the buns. I just eat the fake meat. (laughs) Fake meat. Best meat in the world. Unlike fake news. It does like the fake meat. (laughs) Look, it might have been from a horse or a Russian hooker. I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) What would be better? Sweeney Todd owned McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Or your friend. It could be um, Hannibal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it'd be, I mean, it would be They'd gourmet, be gourmet food. food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Handy has gone on from giving advice on messaging and strategy to Mr. Trump and his advisors during the 2016 campaign to dining with him at the White House and Mar-a-Lago, who Trump, by the way, frequents, he visits it a little too often. A little too often? I mean, like, <laughs> like I understand, <laughs> It's but you're president. Yeah. You shouldn't be going there like every other weekend. At you this have point. a house. Yeah. It's 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 a big house. Yeah. And it's white, just like you like it. <laughs> um, now, Mr. Handy finds himself aligned even more closely with the president. During a hearing at a- Almost criminally close. <laughs> possibly. Yeah. During a hearing at a packed courtroom in lower Manhattan on Monday, he was named as a client of Mr. Trump's longtime personal lawyer and fixer. I like that. Yeah. Michael Cohen. Uh, the revelation nudged the conservative commentator into the orbit of those who have lately become under legal scrutiny related to the investigations of Mr. Trump and his associates by the special counsel, Robert Mueller, and the United States Attorney Office in Manhattan. Both inquiries have proved... Uh, I'm sorry, that's not proved. That's provided. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sir Handy's primetime cable show and nationally syndicated radio program. The courtroom disclosed about Mr. Handy... 
occurred occurred during the expanded criminal investigation to Mr. Cohen by the Na- United States Attorney Office in Manhattan. FBI agents raided Mr. Cohen's home, as you know, uh, what, early last week, April April 9th, it says. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in a legal filing before the hearing on Monday, Mr. Cohen said that since 2017, he had worked as a lawyer for 10 clients, seven of whom he served by providing strategic advice and business consulting. Hmm. The other three comprised Mr. Trump and the Republican fundraiser Elliot uh, Broid- Broidy, and a third person who went unnamed. Okay. Um, and that third person ended up being Sean Hannity. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Before the name was revealed, Mr. Ryan argued that the mystery client was a prominent person who wanted to keep his identity a secret because he would be oh, yeah? embarrassed <laughs> to be identified as having sought Mr. Cohen's counsel. Robert D. Ballin, a lawyer for various media outlets, including the New York Times, CNN, and others, interrupted the hearing to argue that the embarrassment was not sufficient cause to withhold the client's name, and Judge Wood agreed. After Mr. Haney was named, there was an audible gasp from the spectators. (laughs) (laughs) The hearing on Monday resulted from a challenge by Mr. Cohen's lawyer, who argued for the appointment of a special master. (laughs) Sounds like a good porno. Um... To exam- What's the safe word? <laughs> Benghazi. <laughs> that makes it, the Fox News reporting make a lot more sense. Oh, then that's funny. Um, that's really funny. Uh where was I? I forget where it was. <laughs> They threw the whole thing off. <laughs> oh, uh, the special master to examine the records seized during the f- uh, federal raid on April 9th. The exact nature of Mr. Cohen's work for Mr. Handy is still unclear. On Fox News, the anchor, Shepard Smith, reported that his colleague had been named as a client of Mr. Cohen's, saying that it was time for him to address the elephant in the room. Oh, boy. I bet Shepard Smith is just, like, rolling around in this like it were an opulent uh, blanket or something. Because he, he and Hannity have been going at it. Why is Shepard Smith still on <laughs> <laughs> Why is he still on Fox? Because uh, they give him a paycheck. But, I mean... And he's, like, their last link between all-out propaganda station yeah. and, like news because like i don't <laughs> dislike shepherd smith <laughs> no i mean he still toes the line sometimes he does but, yeah. but he's far no, too agree. left for fox news yeah. well he's gay too so and he's gay he came yeah. out on air yeah at fox news <laughs> the, probably the no. lowest rated episode of all time yeah or the highest you think? Well, people hate watch stuff. Come on. Uh, that's true. Uh, at roughly the same time, Mr. Handy on his radio show said it was strange to see his name appearing on Fox News and wondered aloud if he should release a statement. Just before 4 p.m., he posted a message on Twitter. All you fucking do is talk all day. I know. <laughs> you just I know. talk literally all day. Yeah. Um, he posted on Twitter, Michael Cohen has never rep- represented me in any matter. I never retained him, received an invoice, or paid legal fees. I have occasionally had brief discussions with him about legal questions about Wait which I wanted his input and perspective. So that means that if there are documents... Hannity has just claimed that he's not his lawyer, right. and thus there is no attorney-client privilege. <laughs> That's interesting. Hannity might have just fucked himself. That's interesting. By saying something really stupid on Twitter to try to protect his reputation. See, huh. this, is, this is what happens when huh. you have stupid people giving you information. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and in a follow-up tweet, Mr. Handy added, I assumed those conversations were confidential, but to be absolutely clear, they never involved any matter uh, between me and a third party. 
Okay. So then uh, there's just too many things yeah. that don't add up here. Yeah, I know. But anyway, I don't really care. No, I, I just don't... hope he goes to prison. That would be awesome. I know, but, but it's but not going to happen. You just brought up an interesting point. Yeah. And if you brought it up and you're not a legal expert, no. the legal experts know about don't this. Don't take legal advice from a podcast without legal people. <laughs> right, yeah. That's for um, uh, opening arguments. Go for, go to them yeah, for that. Opening arguments or habeas humor. Yeah, or habeas humor as well. But yeah, don't, don't. Don't go to us. So. But you're not supposed to take advice from them either. So. Well, they say, but they're more inclined to yeah. give you advice. Well, they'll than actually we break it down. Exactly. In a legal-ish way. We'll fuck it up. Yeah. Which is fine with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Legalize it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a different show. Is it? Is that our next it'll spinoff? Be, yeah, it'll be. No, it'll just be another Bigly topic. Okay. This week, the Bigly topic is like the anti-marijuana. <laughs> now, Austin, I have two more quick stories. Um, okay. We won't dwell on them long. I just have to bring them up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. The main stories are done, but this is just amazing. Okay. But it's also the worst thing you'll hear all day. Another anti-gay pastor has been busted on child sex <laughs> charges. This comes from <laughs> queerty.com. This, uh, what? well, the article, I'm going to read this article. It's pretty okay. short. Okay. Well, what do you know? Another anti-gay pastor has been busted on child sex charges. Shocking. This time, it's a well-known Alabama evangelist. Wow, an Alabama pedophile. Never thought I'd see that. Is it also Roy Moore? (laughs) It's not. (laughs) But he wasn't just an evangelist. He was also a youth pastor, a public (laughs) speaker. Of course. And a self-proclaimed best-selling author. (laughs) 37-year-old Paul- Like, I am a self-proclaimed best-selling podcaster. Yes. We proclaim that we are the best podcast every week. Suck it, Mark Maron. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The 37-year-old Paul Edward Acton Bowen was Hmm. arrested yesterday and charged with second-degree sodomy. (laughs) Second-degree sodomy? Second-degree sodomy. Oh, that is totally my new cover band. (laughs) Second-degree sodomy. (laughs) I like it. Uh, I I have an idea for who it could be, but that's not my job. That's not your job. You're right. Um Enticing a child to enter a vehicle or house for immoral purposes. Or trying to enter a child. That's this next one. (laughs) Oh, no. And the final was a second degree sex abuse of a minor. That was that one. Jesus Christ. Uh, The victim. What the fuck is wrong? I I, got to tell you, we got to read the sex line because this is actually kind of funny. This is funny in in the way it's. I'm not sure why this is a thing. The victim was a young male. Oddly enough, okay? It was a boy. The anti-gay pastor. Yeah. Yep. But police did not release his age other than to say he is over 12, but under 16. So he's 13, 14, or 15. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Are they... And he was a family acquaintance of Bowen, by the way. Oh, my God. So I'm not going to read the rest of it. He's currently uh, being held on a $90,000 bond. That's all that I... Okay. That's the last of that. Uh, because, well, Austin, I have another one for you. Oh, my God. Yeah, from Patheos. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, Patheos. Yeah. Okay. Pastor who celebrated Orlando Massacre found guilty of child molestation. Hmm. Anti-gay pastor who claimed Orlando Massacre's victims got what they deserved is found guilty of eight counts of child molestation. Sounds about sounds like he's about to get what he deserves. Yeah. And he actually deserves it. That's a difference. Yeah. Just uh. like um uh Jared from Subway. 
The only real foot long he got? <laughs> oh, no. Pastor Ken Atkins, who had con- uh, congressions in Atlanta, Jacksonville, and Brunswick, Georgia, was... Oh, this is actually... I just realized that the story's a little old. Oh, okay. But I'm still going to read it. Okay. Uh, was arrested late summer on uh, eight charges of child molestation and aggravated child molestation. Uh, on Monday, this is back in April of last year. Uh, on April... Uh, um, Wait, there's... There's a, a difference between child molestation and aggravated child molestation? I guess so. Really? On Monday, a jury found Pastor Atkins guilty on all charges. Who uh, Atkins, who's now 57, faces life in prison. He'll be sentenced on uh, April 25th, so he, he's already sentenced. Before mm. his arrest, the, con- uh, uh, the controversial Georgia pastor had been a vocal... Um, and determined opponent of LGBT rights, and even went so far to celebrate a horrific mass shooting left 49 dead at that uh, at the club in Orlando. Wow. Uh, and that's actually the end of that article. Mm. But um, that was an old article. So a guy My with no redeeming qualities ends up in prison. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. How about it? And, uh, and he has a life sentence, so he can't even get out and apply for Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I know, but they, they concealed the uh, the abuse of children for 30 uh, yeah, years. Yeah, so. I know, I know. They're not going to, they're awful in my book. Yeah. And they're not, that's not going like to ever change. like a subsidiary change. of the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. But uh, I just wanted to read those because, well, it doesn't really seem to matter if they're a, a man or woman of God, does it, Austin? No, as a matter of fact, it seems like that plays a big role. <laughs> Kind of does. Like it makes them. I don't know what it is. I don't know if. I don't know. I don't know if it represses their sexuality or if know. they just use it as a shield. As a shield, yeah, yeah. that's what I think. Yeah. Um. So you ever, have you ever watched To Catch a Predator? A long when time it, ago, yeah. Yeah, when it was back back, it was popular when we were kids. Yeah. Um. <laughs> once in a while, you would see a pastor. Almost every episode, there was at least one mm-hmm. or two religious individuals. Now, not all of them were. No. And and that's the, that's the unfortunate part, is you don't have to be religious to be a child molester. But And, and the weird thing about To Catch a Predator is that they always, seemed like they were always trying to get somebody who was going after little girls. Yeah. Except when they did go after boys, it was always pastors. <laughs> oh, I'm not no. even joking. Oh, no. Like, every single one, I remember, and I don't remember too many of them, but I remember uh, just like, wow. Enough, yeah. I was like, wow, because that was right around the time when uh, when I was really starting to pay attention to the world. I'm like, yeah. ah, how about that? That's, that's fucked interesting. up. Yeah. Uh, but that's all the news stories I have. So okay. let's take a break. We're okay. going to refill our beers. And when we come Ooh, back, good. Austin has this week's Bigly Topic. I do. On a uh, shrewd-like weasel known as <laughs> Anne Rand. <laughs> yes. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dowcast. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, I haven't said this in a while, but fuck you, Peter Dow. Yeah, I know. You didn't do anything specifically that made me mad. It's just, you know, your existence makes me angry. Yeah, unfortunately. So, if you notice, a little bit of a different uh, setup with the platform. Mm-hmm. So, now we have the Bigly Topic its own because uh, I think we should have another beer during this topic. <laughs> That's It's my just excuse to drink. because he wants more beer. Of course. <laughs> it's exactly why. Uh, so mm. we are going back to a, we're going back to a, one that we've had before. It is from Sierra Nevada, which we've been having a lot of recently. Yeah. It is, yeah, we have actually. <laughs> it is their porter. Uh, it's just their porter. I remember this kind of being like a hoppy porter. 
ABV 5.6. Okay. So those keeping score at home. Um, is there a description to this? Yeah, it's too long. I'm not reading it. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unless Sierra Nevada, if you're listening and you want to sponsor us, I'll read every label you want. Yeah. Even if it's covered by a Wigman sticker. How about, how, uh, fucking. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do our cheers. Yep. Ooh, that was that, a good one. That was a good one. That's like a sound bite. Like you just clip that and use it for everyone. Yeah. It's an interesting porter. It doesn't have any of the sweetness that mm, you expect. Definitely of the porter. not. I'm not sure what I'm tasting. And it's kind of hoppy still. I mean, I don't dislike it at all. I just it's can't. Just different. I can't determine what I'm drinking. Yeah. Um. All right. So with uh, without further ado, let's begin this week's bigly topic. All right. So, uh, this week our bigly topic is, and yes, we said it a couple times already. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. Ayn Rand. Oh! That's right. An angry little Russian troll that isn't on Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's not on Twitter? No. Really? Well, she's dead, so. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Ayn Rand was a quote-unquote philosopher. Yes, she was. But more honestly, she was an author, playwright, and screenwriter. Okay. She was the creator of objectivism, the philosophy that your stoner roommate in college claims set him free from society, all the while paying for his tuition at a public university with government loans. Nice. <laughs> We're specifically talking about Paul Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, actually, yeah. Um, she was most famous for her novels The Fountainhead, a novel about a plethora of blowjobs. I <laughs> know, oh, wait, that wasn't it. I, don't, no, I never actually read it. Okay. But <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't either, but I don't think that's what it's no. about. <laughs> and Atlas Shrugged, the off lampoon by us novel that has uh, seemed to inspire so many assholes. Yes. Very yeah, true. It, that's that is, true. That is definitely. <laughs> that um, is the legacy of Atlas Shrugged. And that is the yeah. legacy of her as well. Yes. Yes. So uh, let's start with a little backstory about Ayn Rand. Rand was born to a wealthy family in St. Petersburg, Russia. Her father owned a successful pharmacy. And the building that the pharmacy was in. She claims to have found school boring and began writing screenplays at the age of eight. It's always a good sign when you find school boring. And yeah. then your first idea of being successful is, I'm going to write a book. Yeah. Well, screenplays, actually. So she's even like, I'm going to write movies. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And uh, like, like most um, libertarians, which is eventually what objectivism turned into. American libertarianism. Like most libertarians, she was born wealthy and thinks that she earned all of it. Her closest friend was the sister of Vladimir Nabokov, oh. the guy who wrote Lolita. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and that's just a piece of trivia that I found funny. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. She was 12 at the time of the Russian Revolution. While in high school, she decided she was an atheist, claiming to value reason above all else. You know, I honestly except when scientific studies proved her philosophy was deeply flawed, but we'll get to that later. Yes, go ahead, Tom. I honestly had no idea she was Russian. Oh yeah? I honestly no, she had was no Russian. I Actually, it plays a big part in why she believes the things she believes. Okay. But I'll get to that in a sure, second. Sure, go on. Um after the revolution, her father's pharmacy was seized and the family fled to Crimea. But eventually they returned to Petrograd, which is what uh, St. Petersburg was renamed to. While there they faced trying conditions and on occasion nearly starving. Um, but also during that time, enrollment to the universities was open to women for the first time because of the revolution. Okay. Um, and she was part of the first group of women to attend. Many believe that her philosophy is merely the result of these experiences at a, 
at a supposed communist leftist revolution. Although she seems to ignore that it was actually authoritarianism that was really the cause of her suffering, and that many people face these dire circumstances here in our capitalist utopia, but because those people are often born poor, she probably thinks they deserve it. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the autumn of 1925, Rand was granted a visa to visit relatives in Chicago. She departed on January 17th, 1926. When she arrived in New York City in 1926, she was so impressed with the skyline of Manhattan that she cried with what she later called Tears of Splendor, which is also my Tears Refused cover band. I was going to say, that's a great <laughs> cover band name. Yeah. I would have been upset um, if you didn't pick that. Intent on staying in the United States to become a screenwriter, she lived for a few months with her relatives, one of whom owned a movie theater and allowed her to watch dozens of films for free. Oh, boy. Objectivism. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She then left for Hollywood, California. In Hollywood, a chance meeting with famed director Cecil B. DeMille led to work... Who? Cecil B. DeMille. Who the hell is that? You said famed. Oh, yeah. He's famous. Yeah. That's why that there's that joke about, you know, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. That's <gasps> who they're talking about. Oh, I didn't know that's yeah. how yeah. you pronounce that. Yeah. I always thought it was DeVille. I always thought that no. had something to do with the 101 Dalmatians. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but this led to work as an extra in his film, The King of Kings, mm -hmm. which is the King of Queens prequel. <laughs> <laughs> And a subsequent subsequent job as a junior screenwriter. While working on The King of Kings, she met an aspiring young actor, Frank O'Connor. Uh, the two were married April 15th, 1929, so not that far from the day we were recording. Um, cool. She became Happy a, anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> she became a permanent American resident in July 1929, an American citizen on March 3rd, 1931. Taking various jobs during the 30s to support her writing, she worked for a time as the head of costume department. Um, she made several attempts to bring her parents and sisters to the United States, but they were unable to acquire permission to immigrate here. So that's so Ayn Rand, another thing we can blame Hollywood for. There you go. Okay. Um, so let's talk about her two big works, The Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged. Okay. Uh, Rand's first major success as a writer came in 1943 with The Fountainhead, mm -hmm. a romantic and philosophical novel that she wrote over a period of seven years. Uh, the Ooh. novel centers on an uncompromising young architect named Howard Rourke and his struggle against what Rand described as second-handers, or those who attempt to live through others, placing others above themselves. It was rejected by 12 publishers before finally being accepted by the Bob DeMero Company on the insistence of editor Archibald Ogden who threatened to quit if his employer did not publish it. So we can see the fanaticism is starting already. Yeah. Okay, great. Yes, Ogden, who threatened to quit if his employer did not publish it. It should also be noted that the sex scene in the novel uh, pretty much amounted to rape. Oh! But to be fair, that wasn't the only character in old literature or art or movies who um, sexual encounters are pretty much rape, and yet we're still supposed to root for them. Mm -hmm. That happened, I mean, even as late as the 90s. Yes, Kevin Spacey. Well, <laughs> I mean, actually portrayed in the movie. Never mind. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. After some minor work in between, she wrote her supposed magnum opus, Atlas Shrugged, mm -hmm. a dreary novel of over a thousand pages where rich people complain about having to follow rules and decide to leave and live on their own island, all led by a mysterious figure named John Galt, who Ayn Rand describes like a Nazi fantasy, uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, perfection. Mm. It is a dreadful read that culminates in a speech by the main character that goes on for 60 pages. Basically laying whoa, whoa, out... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the fucking arm. <laughs> what did you just say? Yes, there's a speech by the main character 
that goes on for 60 pages. 60 fucking pages? 60 fucking pages, Of one yeah. person speaking. Mm-hmm. It's basically a novel within a novel. 60 pages is more than I've read in the past six years. <laughs> that doesn't shock me. Um, <laughs> and it basically, all, all it really does is lay out her philosophy of objectivism, and it's also the cause of many Paul Ryan masturbation sessions. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it's funny you joke about that, but you're probably true. Oh, I know it's true. Yeah. Um, later in life, she was an outspoken political figure Great. supporting abortion and opposing the Vietnam War, calling Arab savages, saying that the colonists had the right to uh, take Native American land, calling homosexuality immoral and disgusting, but opposing laws that would regulate it, and was a big supporter of Barry Goldwater. Like another famous person we know. <laughs> um she had a weird romantic triangle thing going on with a follower of hers and her husband, but really, I don't care about that. Um, after being diagnosed and undergoing surgery for lung cancer, she then enrolled in Medicare and Social Security, thus cementing her legacy as another right-wing hypocrite. Definitely the foundations of libertarianism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't like gay marriage, but I'm not going to oppose a law yeah, yeah. against it. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so let's talk about objectivism. It can basically be summed up in a couple of sentences. Only believe what you can see and prove, unless, you know, that goes against the rest of the rules, I believe. Okay. God isn't real, and also be a selfish, heartless prick. Mm-hmm. Um, capitalism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, that's pretty much it, which is why it has uh, largely been rejected by most academics, intelligent people, and adults. Are most libertarians atheists, or does that no. work like that? Nope. No? That's the one part that didn't survive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it has been a favorite of, yes, you guessed it, rich people, young white men, and what? conservatives after what? they ignore the atheism and abortion parts. Not black people? No, no. Not poor people? Nope. Progressives? Bernie no. Sanders? Nope. Oh, Bernie Sanders? Nope. Hillary Clinton? Nope. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Denise Cummings wrote an article titled, This is What Happens When You Take Ayn Rand Seriously. Mm-hmm. And it uh, lays out some of the flaws with objectivism in the real world. She writes, quote, the fly in the ointment of Rand's philosophical objectivism is the plain fact that humans have a tendency to cooperate and to look out for each other, as noted by many anthropologists who study hunter-gatherers. These pro-social tendencies were problematic for Rand because such behavior obviously mitigates against, quote-unquote, natural self-interest and therefore should not exist. Uh, she resolved this contradiction by claiming that humans are born as tabula rosa, which is it means a blank slate, which is what a lot of people uh, who lived at that time believed. And pro-social tendencies, particularly altruism, are diseases imposed on us by society, insidious lies that cause us to betray biological reality. Okay. So that's why, that's how she dealt with the fact that anthropologists found that actually people work together most of the time. And that they're not always chasing their own self-interest, which she thought was the natural, like the natural state of a human being should be to chase your own self-interest. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, economists alternatively found alarming and amusing a large body of results from uh, experimental studies showing that people don't behave according to the tenets of rational choice theory, which is basically the economic theory of what she believes. Right. Uh, we are far more cooperative and willing to trust than is predicted by the theory, and we, retali- we retaliate venomously when people behave selfishly. In fact, we are willing to pay a penalty for an opportunity to punish people who appear to be breaking implicit rules of fairness and economic transactions. I don't know if I completely agree with that. 
Well, it's it's true to a certain extent. I mean, we um, we elected a person yeah, based off of those. I know contradictions. Totally, yeah, okay. I know. Okay, just wanted to make that clear. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, what would happen if her ideas were implemented in a big company? Well, in 2008, Sears CEO Ooh. Eddie Lampert tried this very thing. Wow! Any any great, you know, you know, you're off to a good start when you start with the company Sears. Yeah, yeah. who is in great economic standings, yeah. correct? Well, uh, we'll get to that. (laughs) He divided the company up into 30 or 40 individual teams and then let them run free, assuming that competition and unfettered industry would produce the best result possible, as Rand's philosophy predicts. Um, It didn't. No, (laughs) it did not. It was a terrible failure. Teams undercut each other and sacrificed long-term goals for short-term wins. Huh. Sounds familiar. Um, there was constant infighting, and it pretty much led to the downfall of Kmart and has steered Sears towards bankruptcy. It's funny you mentioned Kmart in that, too, because uh, what, I forget if it was either Kmart that bought Sears or Sears that bought Kmart. Sears bought Kmart. Sears bought Kmart. But Kmart, when we were younger, was pretty popular. Oh, yeah. It was comparable to It was to popular up until oh, about 2008. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> yeah. And now it's a fucking ghost land. I, there's only one in our area that's even a, uh, open still, and yeah. that's barely open. Yeah. Um, Sears was described as a miserable place to work and impossible to do anything productive. Yeah. So it didn't also work. Also known as the United States government. <laughs> it didn't work out in, you know, the big industrial terms where her ideas she really thought should be applied. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but in Honduras... Many of her ideas were implemented after the coup in nineteen or in uh, two thousand nine. The for the government doesn't fix roads or provide social services. And here is what Edwin Lingar, a former Rand devotee, but now a Rand debunker, wrote about his vacation in Honduras in twenty fifteen. Quote, the greatest examples of libertarianism in action are the hundreds of men, women and children standing alongside the roads all over Honduras. The government won't fix the roads. So these desperate entrepreneurs fill in potholes with shovels of dirt or debris. They then stand next to the filled-in pothole, soliciting tips from grateful motorists. Um, Are you kidding me? That's how they fix their roads in Honduras? This is the wet dream of libertarian private sector innovation. Uh, on the mainland, there are two kinds of neighborhoods, slums that seem to go on forever, and middle-class neighborhoods where every house is its own citadel. In San Pedro uh, Sula... Most houses are surrounded by high stone walls topped with either uh, concrete wire or, I'm sorry, yeah, it's Spanish for uh, barbed wire, okay. or electric fences at the top. As I strolled past these castle-like fortifications, all I could think about was how great the city would be during a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> we walked through the gated walls and passed a man in casual slacks with a pistol belt slung haphazardly around his waist. Welcome to Ayn Rand Libertarian Paradise, where your extra-large pepperoni pizza must also have an armed guard. <laughs> so There was an armed guard at the pizzeria they went That's to. That's unbelievable. Because libertarianism. <laughs> because <laughs> because <laughs> libertarianism. Yeah. Oh, uh, so we can see that when her ideas are implemented, it is a disaster. Meanwhile, employee co-ops and other cooperative groups have been working out very well and continue to be proved as a viable path for future businesses. Uh, humans are naturally cooperative, and it is society that has made people much more greedy and self-serving than they naturally are, which is the exact opposite belief of what uh, the belief Rand held. Um, other than being a dreadful author and self-serving hypocrite, she's also responsible for shitty people like Alan Greenspan, mm-hmm. Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. the um, topic of last week, Paul Ryan, mm-hmm. Ron and Rand Paul, right. who also shares a name. 
Yes. With Ayn Rand. Yes. John Stossel and Peter Thiel and many other deplorable asshats. Uh, so I can honestly say that I'm glad she's dead and hopefully her influence will die soon too. Or as John Oliver says, how is this still a thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And that's Ayn Rand. Oh, very, very good, Austin. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Yeah. So libertarianism is dying or not? What do you think? Oh, actually, I think it's um, I think it's going to replace traditional conservatism, libertarianism. Yeah, and if that's the case, then it's growing. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you think about it, Gary Johnson was probably the next worst candidate you could ever imagine or dream up of, and yeah, he's, he's still pretty bad, and he still won quite a bit of votes. Oh yeah, yeah, more than Ron Paul did when he ran mm-hmm. forty-five times. <laughs> So it's interesting, yeah. but um, I didn't know that about Honduras. That's the part that blew my mind the yeah. most. The yeah. rest of this, I, I I knew most of this. Yeah, but Honduras, like I think Pennsylvania roads are bad. <laughs> yeah. Now but, imagine we lived in Ayn Rand's libertarian paradise. No, I don't want to now. <laughs> yeah. So like, there's no there's no good to libertarianism, is there? Mm. Is there any good that you could think of? Yeah, legalize it. <laughs> yeah, and most of them are anti-war. I mean, I guess socially, yeah. they're pretty. They're pretty along lines of socially, us. Socially, yeah, they're live and let live. Yeah, but economically, that does not oh, sound yeah. like economically. A, they might even be worse than traditional conservatives. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Just when you think there wasn't anything that could be worse, yeah, there's there, something yeah, worse. There is. Well, thank you, Ayn Rand, and thank you, Austin, for the report on. Oh, and I have one more anecdote about Ayn Rand. Ooh. So when she died, um. <laughs> they paid to have a floral arrangement in the shape of a dollar sign put on her casket. So she was buried with a giant flower dollar sign. <laughs> because apparently that's what mattered to her, even though she died fairly. She wasn't wealthy anymore and on Medicare and Social Security. <laughs> wow. So there's that. <laughs> Just wow. Yeah, Just I know. Just wow. Yeah. Well, that's okay. You know why, Austin? She's dead. <laughs> and we're going to take a break. And when we come back, one of her spawns is going to be speaking. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I th- he probably follows some of her shit. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have a couple Alex Jones clips for you when we come back. So uh, stay tuned if you're still listening after that. <laughs> yeah. Because fucking Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand. Jesus. Welcome back to Dumb All Over Podcast. Austin, it's good to see you in the studio still. Yes, of course. Where, where we are recording still, because why would you break a podcast into two separate days? That's stupid. Of course, yeah. It's cr- <laughs> and and that's not what we did, and you're not back in New York, and I am not at home drinking a beer out of a uh, bottle with a um, bottle holder in the Green Ranger from the Power Rangers, it's it's one of those, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Power like Bottom a, Rangers, like a, I got it. Uh, no, <laughs> <clears throat> do not disrespect Tommy Oliver, the single greatest Power Ranger in Power Ranger lore history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So don't do that. All okay, right. I definitely um, won't yeah, now, do that. Even, <laughs> now, <laughs> even though we are in the same studio, right next to each other, 
like we were just a moment ago. Uh, we, for some reason, have two different things that we'll be drinking. Yes. And we, we couldn't um, agree. Yeah, no, exactly. We opened the fridge. Remember the remember we said there was a lot of IPAs? Well, we found two other things. Which is yep, totally yep. You know, and we're I in totally, the same yeah. location. Nope. And uh, what are you, what are you drinking, Austin? <laughs> I am I am drinking a toasted lager by Blue Point Brewing Company. Mm. It's an American style amber lager, apparently. Oh, okay, and it. Uh, doesn't have the ABV. Oh, here it is. Five and a half. Oh, very good. Yeah, no, and I like so, the color of the drink. It's like a brown-ish yeah. so, color. Because I, <laughs> I saw you pour it. Yeah, I poured it, uh, I poured it back into the bottle, though. <laughs> so. And oddly enough, I'm somehow a little sicker in the five minutes that we took Yeah, that, for that was a, a tough break. break for you. <laughs> it was a very oddly long break. Um, I... Uh, in again, in the same house, found this bottle of beer. <laughs> it is from Duclaw. I've never had it before. It's called Svait Baby Jesus. Svait Babu Jesus. So it's Swedish then. <laughs> yes, it's Sweet Baby Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Southern. <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's sure. It's six point two percent ABV, and it is their chocolate peanut butter porter. It is definitely my favorite beer. I love this beer so much. Yeah, it's very good. I know that's why I said it's my favorite. So thanks right, so for gonna cheers. Uh, yeah. Oh yes, we are going to cheers. Okay. Uh, with each other <laughs> in the same room. Are you ready, Austin? Yeah, I think so. Three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> that was. That was. <laughs> <laughs> not timed well. No, it was perfect. That was we not, we nailed not it. timed well. <laughs> Gather yourself. Okay. Um, now that we are drinking in the same room, let us uh, uh, do this segment incorrectly for the second straight week. It is time for Scary Religious Nut Jobs. <laughs> I said incorrectly because neither one of these clips that we're about to be playing or anything to do with religion. Oh, but, by the way, uh, my beer yes. is really good. Oh, yeah, we didn't describe that, did yeah. we? It's lagery, but it's better than a normal lager. It has a lot of flavor. I like it. Mine is very good as well. Chocolatey, peanut buttery, portery. All right, so yeah, so we got those. All right, that was kind yeah. of a was a quickie. <clears throat> It was, but um, yeah, a lager. I'm not. I didn't think you like lagers. I normally don't, but this one's pretty good. Well, oh, very good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying that. Now, like I said, don't be upset with I us. Don't sound that glad. I don't know if I believe. I'm not. I don't really fucking care. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, listen. Uh, like I said. If uh, you're upset that this is not religious, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy what we have for you. Now, yeah. we have uh, two clips from one of our best friends ever. His name is Alex Jones. Um, one of them is a 
is a very short clip, which we'll play in its entirety. But our first clip is not quite like that. Awesome. What is our first clip from Mr. Jones? Well, our first clip from the, of actually, lately, not very used right wing watch. Correct. Um, is called Alex Jones Subs after Trump announces Syria airstrikes. And it is exactly what you are expecting to listen to. And it's even better than you can imagine. Oh, my God. Is it better? <laughs> it's so good. Right, so without further ado. Ado. Yeah. <laughs> let's start. Trump orders strikes in Syria. Claims proof of gas attack. Blast in capital. Syria launches counterattack. Syria abruptly ends segment when former head of British Armed Forces questions the mission. Yeah, because he loves his freaking kids, man. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Alex Jones is not having a good day. He is not having a good day. Who would have thought the Syria attacks would set him off? Yeah, I mean, out of all, the, you know, this is what bothers me. Now, first of all, and I'm going to ask this several times through this clip if you think it's real or fake, because I can't tell. But You think you think got a little Glenn Beck thing going on? Wow. I don't think probably I didn't know a voice could get that high. <laughs> yeah, it could. I just did it. Now, my my real question here is how could a man let's say this is real. Okay. How could a man who's okay with spreading lies about little kids dying in schools cry about this but have no sympathy for those actual children who've been who've been dying in school shootings? Well, because that was a false flag, don't you know? That was pretty good. That's actually Thank disturbing. You. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We're watching kids, way man. too much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear what else Alex Jones is going to be bitching and moaning about in this clip. Ooh. I mean, I feel like I just had my best girlfriend break up with me. I'm the, and the left will make jokes, but this ain't funny, man. <laughs> okay. First yeah, of all, exactly. we absolutely will make jokes. <laughs> Of course we're going to make jokes. And like at least he has the awareness to know that we're going to be laughing at him. But Look how it. can you not be laughed at when you're doing this on live TV or well internet? Yeah. But look at look at look at mail order Brad Pitt over here. He's just like, I don't know what's going on. I came on this show to say crazy shit, and Alex Jones is crying. Yeah, there's this guy. I don't know who the fuck he is, and nor do I give a fuck. No. But he's with Alex Jones. He's in like this gray suit, all professional. He is giving Alex Jones this look like what? Yeah, the because fuck are you doing? he's like, this isn't the fun, you know, crazy conspiracy show yeah. I signed up for. This is like the it's sad like middle aged man needs a therapist show. <laughs> Is Angry Man supposed to be crying right now, or did he break? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know what to do here right now. Oh my god! Yeah, look at—he's—that's the look I've given you several times. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know that's, where this is going, but okay. That is every Twitter times Austin's face right there. It's like, yeah. really? well, no, usually it's is buried in my happening? hands with my head shaking, going, "What is going on with my life? Why am I doing this?" At least it's. Buried there, not up your ass like it normally is. So let's move on. <laughs> yep. Your head's up your ass, Austin. I oh my God. To talk that to you was... about this. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to say to that. That's Nothing. Just press that play button. Idea. Press that play button. Oh, wait, button. no. We didn't talk about it. It's like he lost his best girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what does that mean, Alex? Does know. that mean, what, you have a line of them and that's yeah. the best one? Who says their best girlfriend? 
That, does that imply that he has multiple? Because let's be <laughs> yeah. honest here. Well, that's there's there's no one fucking Alex Jones other than his left hand. <laughs> well, that's what I told Michael Cohen. I said, pay off my best girlfriend so my best <laughs> wife doesn't know about it. <laughs> or is he referring to Donald Trump? Oh yeah, that, he is referring to Donald Trump actually. Oh, I mean, that's he, his he best said girlfriend? it's like he's breaking up with his mm. best girlfriend, but so he's, he's not really breaking up with his best girlfriend. No. No, no, it's not. It's not literal. It's a metaphor. I got you. It's, I know it's hard to he, like understand through his tears. <laughs> so, if you're into Donald Trump, does that mean? Does that mean like Oompa Loompas are porn? That's a good question. I don't know. Was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory a porno for people who like Trump sexually? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It's like Oompa Loompa, yes. <laughs> yeah, I live for the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of the movie. All right, let's keep going. Okay. Go back to the video. Go back to the article. You are. Uh, They can break anybody. Fox News has it live, MSNBC. It's not an article either. Oh. (laughs) I think he just ate his I'm going to try to cover some of this news, but I... (laughs) I'm not being a drama queen here, but I... Oh, you are totally being a drama queen. That's exactly what what this is. That's exactly what this is. Because now, while these strikes in Syria are terrible and they're unwarranted... And um, illegal. Yes, exactly. (laughs) If this happened anywhere else, I mean, if, if if they were doing things here, they'd just call it a false flag. Like, why isn't this one a false flag? Right. And let's be let's actually talk about something here. He's crying about us bombing another country. We are not disagreeing with him. That's the weird part about this clip, yeah, but, is I don't disagree with him. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I understand. The, the problem is the thing that's making him sad is that Trump let him down, not so much that people are dying. <laughs> Well, well, you're you're not wrong, but at yeah. least he's crying for that reason. I guess. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just don't like giving Alex Jones that much credit. It feels. Weird. I know it's so bad. Yeah. It's it's wor- I mean, it's still worse when we got to give Pat Robertson credit. Uh, but this is pretty fucking bad yeah. too. All right, here we go. Was basically told by the Democratic Party, and it wasn't even done officially. They were just like, you know, stop supporting Trump. And it's yeah. the opposite of what my ex-wife says. She says, you. <laughs> well, hold on. I think the Democratic Party has been saying to a lot of people, stop supporting Trump. <laughs> that is not a <laughs> yeah. radical message. Yeah. And what's he about to say? His ex-wife told him what? Get away from my kids, you fucking freak? I guess that wasn't his best girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously not. You know, oh, the system took the kids away from me. No, you got the kids back because of who I was part of the time. And then they sit there and they're like, I wasn't wrong. You just turn against Trump, things will be better. But he was doing good, and that makes it so bad. So bad. Oh, and that's what makes it so bad. <laughs> if he'd have been a piece of crap from the beginning, it would be so bad. <laughs> but we made so many sacrifices. <laughs> and now he's crapping all over us. It makes me sick. Well, what sacrifices did what Alex Jones fuck? make exactly? Oh my god, I don't know, but he said if only he had been crap from the very start. He, he has, has been, been crap yeah. from the very start. 100% he's been crap from the very beginning, and, and before the, the way, beginning. And by the way, I win points because I sort of predicted this shit where he just said, he talked about his kids and the system won't let me have my kids. Yeah, because you're a lunatic. I yeah, wouldn't well, let you only, have kids Only part-time, either. Tom. Only part-time is he a lunatic. <laughs> I don't think I agree with 
that. No, I, I disagree too. It's a hundred percent of the time. Well, I, I remember his wife saying that. Oh, that's just an act. I don't. I don't know about that. I think that was defending him. Now that I look at it, there's no way he turns this off when he goes home. Yeah. This is him. He's like the milk is infected with gay frogs, <laughs> and you know he probably does that all the time. He opens his fridge and he screams at his bread. Is that the Homo Milk Hotel? <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely a two percent guy. <laughs> He's definitely a two percent yeah. guy. All right, I'm sorry, I interrupted Alex Jones. Yeah, it's okay. You forgot what to say. What happened? Ooh. Did you stop it? So you think it's over for Trump? I mean, what, what, where do we go from here? Yeah, he, he's not a Russian agent. But those got those damn casinos and all of it. Of course, there's something that they're still going to try no to no impeach one can run too. that and have it perfect. It's not the nature of it. It's not the nature of casinos to run them lawfully, is what he's saying. Austin, I'm confused as to what just happened. You pressed play, and nothing happened for like five solid seconds. I and think then that was the, that talk. was no, but you could hear a little bit. Like that was the sound of Alex Jones' heart breaking. <laughs> <laughs> he really is going through a breakup right now. Yeah. It's so he is cute. having a rough time. All right, sorry. It's Alex. actually kind of adorable. Can we be honest? Okay. It's actually kind of cute. All right, a little bit. I'll give you that. Okay. See, but here's so the, we yeah. let Mueller and these ass people <laughs> crawl up his. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, Mueller and the ass people, <laughs> my new cover band. <laughs> Mueller and the ass people. <laughs> What the fuck is that? I mean, obviously, he wanted to say a hole. Yeah, I know. He wanted to say asshole. I, I didn't know Infowars was so was so censored. <laughs> no censored. Well, we're going to find out that it might not be. Yeah. But, but <laughs> you could have said something else other than people. Yeah. yeah. All right. What else do you have to say? Look at, wait, in this, in this clip you have, yeah. gray suit looks like he's about to start dying of laughter. Yeah, because he's like, what are you talking about, Alex Jones? <laughs> Mueller and the ass people. That's the greatest cover name ever. I know. <laughs> and do this. So I guess we let this happen. We yeah, let them did. do this. The Republicans let them do this. You know, I'm not defending Trump, but you know what? We let this happen, Owen. No, the the American people let this happen when they let Mueller run rogue for a year and a half without answering to anybody with the full force and will of the government behind him. For okay. Anybody that doesn't World War Three is a goddamn Russian. I'm not a freaking Russian, man. I want freedom. But but now <laughs> they're not going to stop coming after Trump. So, so even they weren't going to stop before this. Nuke Russia, they're not going to stop. Yeah, so, so it's there's, there's no never winning. enough unless we put dirtbag Hillary in and worship that ugly goddamn piece of. Uh, oh, he didn't finish this time. Dead air. Say something. What? <laughs> What is that? No, oh, right go back. Watch. Go, you go want me to play it again? Go, you, yeah, you have to go back and play that. I want freedom. But but now they're not going to stop coming after Trump. So so even though he's he's oh he could nuke over, Russia and they're not going to stop. Yeah. So so it's there's, there's no never winning. enough unless we put dirt back Hillary in and worship that ugly goddamn piece of. <laughs> Sweet. I think he just and, shit himself. And, and then, and then shh, shh. What is 
I love that so much. That might be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. He was getting fumed about that. Oh, yeah. That dirtbag Hillary. Oh, my God. He was so mad. He was so mad. Oh, my God. That is so funny. And then they just go silent. And the, 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 the guest, Grace Suit, had no idea what to do. <laughs> no idea what to do. I like that that's his name now, Grey Suit. Yeah, well, he doesn't need a name. <laughs> oh, my God. So so that was our first clip, which on a normal day would be far more insanity that we can deal with, correct? <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> but this next one, but this next one may be, it may be the greatest <laughs> clip we've ever played on Dumb All Over. All right, you know it might be. We're gonna so we're gonna do you guys a favor. We're just gonna play it. Yeah, we might we're not gonna stop. We might make some comments, but we're just gonna play it. And we might not even. Let's yeah. not even do that. Let's not even do it. It's it's only a minute and twenty three yeah. seconds long. So let's just play it through. Because you need to hear it in its entirety. It's really, and, it's something. And after it's done, you can thank us by sending your Patreon dollars to <laughs> www.patreon.com <laughs> forward slash dumb all over. And you are pod, so very dumb welcome. Over pod, dumb yeah. all over pod. Yeah, because Tom. All right, here we go. They rolled Trump. And he didn't stand up at the moment of truth. Donald Trump shit his fucking pants <laughs> at the fucking moment of truth and shit all over everybody. <laughs> That's my first approximation. I'm not in a fucking cult for Donald Trump. Ooh. Fuck him. Fuck Ooh. his family. Fuck Ooh. all these people. All right. See, I have to I say, Donald Trump likes right to fuck now. his family. When are we going on the fucking satellite? God fucking damn it, man. Ooh. What the fuck? <laughs> Is there nobody fucking pure in this goddamn fucking world? See, not I'm Spin the chair. Right Spin now. the chair. Syria fought Al Qaeda. They fought ISIS. They fought it all. And now you got Mattis and fucking the all these people spinning. shitting all over us. And the goddamn fucking liberal fascists censoring yes. us everywhere the last two days. We did an emergency fucking 36-hour broadcast trying to stop this shit that can lead to World War III. And you fucking liberal pieces <laughs> of fucking shit, you fucking assholes, fucking support this fuck you, you fucking goddamn degenerate fucks! And fucking Mueller and fucking Comey and fuck you. <laughs> Every major analyst. See, I should be doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, I shouldn't be on it right now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my I god. I say that all the time. By the way, when I'm by the way, the show. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. <laughs> by the way, I am so sorry. I forgot to mention that if you are not in favor of swearing oh <laughs> that yeah was not the clip for you we forgot to give you the alex jones trigger warning nor is this the fucking podcast for you what are you doing listening to the show if you were yeah. offended by fucking swearing um i have to i feel like the alex jones trigger warning is much more dangerous than that like, i think so that means he's about to Austin. shoot you i think <laughs> the alex jones trigger warning. he looks he looks like a pleasure of a man to work for yeah I would love to work for Alex Jones. That well, you is, probably could. I heard some of his employees have uh, <laughs> since quit and stopped working for him and subsequently sued him for sexual harassment <laughs> and or racial I, harassment. <laughs> I do need money. So www.patreon.com forward slash dumb all over pot. Oh, I just need so much money. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that was. I'm. I'm actually. I don't even know what to say to that. That clip says it all. It was amazing. That was. That might be my favorite clip of all time, yeah. though. There's. I don't. It. <laughs> it, it borderlines the uh, the flaming butthole. <laughs> and the uh, boom boom chakalaka goes right there. Um, I need to go also, like do a man on the street segment where I go and find <laughs> Pastor Manning because he's not that far from here. Oh man, that's great! Yeah. Watch the one time I come to visit you, I'm gonna run into him. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm gonna look to him and what are you thing doing, you to him, sodomite? Why don't you go put some semen in your lattes? And then I'll be like, boom, boom. <laughs> well, oh. I, I hope there is. I ordered the Magna Cum Latte. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't drinking. Nope. Alcohol did not just come out from my nose. Nope. We are good to go. We are good to go. Um. Yeah, we need a break. <laughs> Relax for a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, and when we come back, we will have our final thoughts for you. All right. Yes, it is time to end this big dumb show. Mm. Austin, what are your final thoughts? Well, I have to try to remember what we talked about earlier today when we were in the same room. <laughs> um, we talked, I mean, we talked about Syria. So what do you think about Syria? Oh, uh, Strikes Bad. We talked about James Comey. Uh, kind of a self-aggrandizing person, but I agree with some of what he says. We talked about... Another major event that happened this week. I had opinions about it. <laughs> um, we talked about two pedophile priests. Yes. Okay. And that's they're well, bad. Okay. <laughs> bad, bad, bad people. Bad people. Yeah. We we talked about <laughs> currently working at admissions at Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> that is two Penn State jokes in this episode. Oh, yeah, that's right, guys. That's right. That is right. Uh, we talked about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Oh yeah, yeah. She finally got mm -hmm. on the ballot. She did. Awesome. And I might. Um, uh, she has a couple events. I might go to one of them later this week. Lucky you. Yeah. <clears throat> I will be here <clears throat> shoveling oh, snow. And we talked about the great, great, terrible person Ayn Rand. Yes, of course we did. I was, remember that. That was the bigly topic. Yes, it was. And um, I don't know. <laughs> She's such an evil hypocrite. She really um, is. But I guess my feeling overall is that everything we did was great, and then we did the religious segment, and I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Much like Alex Jones did. <laughs> next week, we promise, we will have an actual religious clip in case that's like the one reason why you listen to our show. And if it is, I'm so sorry. about his kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Austin. We'll be okay. Um, he just shit all over us, Trump. He just shit right, all, right in my mouth. I opened it up, and he was like right in my mouth. <laughs> and then he said, and then he told me, he told me, I like piss. <laughs> yeah, and all this time I thought he was just in the golden showers. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to shit all over us. <laughs> um, he is the enemy. <laughs> How about those clips, though? That was fucking I know. 
Well, yeah, his clips are always a winning gambit, and that one was just that was like the Super Bowl. That really uh, Alex was. Jones quit uh, oh, clips. God. Yeah, that was so awesome, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yes, thank you, Austin, for a very, very good, um, bigly topic to uh, oh, to yeah. yes today, um, yeah. <laughs> not yesterday. <laughs> That was today. Um, so thank you for that today. Uh, we also talked about those other topics today in which they were bad. Um, That's what we should have called the show. Other topics today. Other topics. Today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Take that, John Oliver. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's okay. <laughs> Last week tonight. How is this still a thing? <laughs> yeah. How about that episode? That we had, what, what, what was ours? It was... Um, this week tonight or something like that? No, it was last. It was last week today. Last week today is still getting episode downloads. <laughs> yeah, I know. I it think... was very tongue in cheek, but apparently it was a really good title. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, everything that we talked about today is pretty much bad. Uh, but <laughs> thankfully, it's bad. Thankfully, Alexandria is on the ballot in New York. That's extremely exciting news. Yep. Um, we have. Some well, we potentially have some more progressive candidates coming. Uh, I'm I'm trying to book several, uh, a couple mm. notable ones too, uh, very notable ones, which, oh, nice. are, which are going to be pretty fun to talk to. Um, and then on top of <laughs> maybe we'll get the elusive one that we've had to cancel on, and also had to cancel on us. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a challenge, but uh, yeah. still interest there, so that'll be fun. Um, Good. yeah, and then of course Alex Jones being Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> In two of, Look, two of the best His reputation ever. is great. Mm-hmm. He's a great reputation. Oh, yeah. We all believe in you, Alex. Mm-hmm. You're so great. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to bomb Syria. <laughs> why? Don't you care about your kids, man? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. That's why he didn't bomb his children. And, and look, and look the, the thing he didn't do, he didn't, he didn't pet enough cats and he didn't let the kids skateboard and oh, he didn't follow any of my 12 rules. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to talk about that uh, maybe on on um, a little. And actually, yeah, Jordan B. Peterson actually sounds more like Kermit the Frog. Oh yeah, yeah, he really does. You should listen to. Yeah, him. I definitely will. So I, yeah, I'll, I'll try to get that voice down. Uh, maybe for a little ugly on the side content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep. Speaking of a little ugly on the side, that show is coming up next. We will be recording that. There you go. Thank you, Austin. This week, just in case you are interested, I have purchased a copy of squeaky chair just kidding not squeaky chair a day in the life of marlon bundo and yes i have to say squeaky chair would be a good book name there you go that's why i said it right no not really um and this is in case you are a fan of uh last week tonight with john oliver this is the book that he uh he and uh jill twist wrote um to pretty much fight Mike Pence. All the proceeds went to an AIDS uh, research foundation and a uh, thing called the Trevor Project, which uh, yeah. which helps uh, children uh, of, who are in the LGBT community who might be facing depression or any kind of suicide or any kind of harm. Um, it helps yeah, the at-risk youth. At-risk youth, yeah, exactly. So uh, the proceeds are awesome. They go to two amazing companies, and we're going to read it on a little ugly on the side. So if you want to hear that and catch all the other amazing stuff that we do every single week, um, you have to become a patron. If you want to hear some hilarious extras this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened between, between the last segment the bonus and this. Content, 
Yeah. The bonus content on this episode is going to be amazing. That's pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> so, well, as depending, always, depending on your sense of humor, as always, you can find our show on blogtalkradio.com and iTunes. Uh, just look for Dumbledore Podcast. We're also on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all at Dumbledore Pod. Um, we are very close to a hundred followers on Facebook. Facebook is very challenging to grow. So if you have a Facebook, which means apparently according to our statistics, you are over 65 years old. But if you <laughs> do have a Facebook, please follow us, uh, like our stuff on Facebook so we can you know grow as well there also on Twitter. <laughs> which means I guess you have to be 18 or younger. And if that's the case, you shouldn't even be listening to our show. Um, and then, of oh, course, absolutely should. <laughs> sure. I don't. It doesn't bother <laughs> But me. I want you to listen anyway. <laughs> wow. Now we're still in two skeptical chap stuff. Interesting. Interesting. Everybody. everybody. We are just. We, we are literally stealing everybody. This is great. Mm-hmm. I like it. We are American Horror Story at its best. Okay. Um, yeah, because they stole from me, those bastards. They did those dicks. They, well, they stole from no. us. Can you not include me? I helped you. <laughs> Okay, but really, they just stole idea. the idea—the one I came up with. Yeah, but we were, ours and was, I, I wish they would have stolen what uh, we wrote because it was, was a lot better. So much better, yeah. Ours was <laughs> so much better. I kind of want to go back and work on that, but fucking now everybody's gonna think that we stole from them, which we didn't. Because maybe maybe we'll do it as a like a, an audio drama. Okay, I mean, sure, I'm down for that. That'd be fun. Yeah, we, that'd be fun. We can get some other people to join us too, maybe that that'd be kinda cool. But but we'll need to hit some new Patreon goals before mm-hmm. we do it. Um, that's right. Yeah. All right. And that's my and that brings me to my next thing. Like I said, if you want the bonus content that we're gonna do today and every single week, you have to go to patreon.com forward slash dumbleoverpod. And all you have to do to get all this bonus content is just sponsor us with one dollar per episode. Not asking you can sponsor us for more. We have other options with other cool rewards attached to them. But if you just want the other podcasts that we do and all that great stuff, you just have to sponsor us with $1 per episode. That's $4 a month. So do not $1 tell me. $1 is what I wipe my ass with. Well, if you're Trump, yes. Well, I mean, he's more of like a like a 10. He probably gets 10s. I'm just kidding. I don't wipe my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has the little water that shoots up his ass. Um <laughs> You think Trump has a bidet? <laughs> a bidet. That's what it Don't is. Don't mind if I bidu. <laughs> um, yeah, so joy, uh, please find us on Patreon. Help us out. Um, but if you do help us, you are amazing. Just saying. <laughs> what even is a great supporter? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I love it. Are we going to start singing now? <laughs> No, we're not gonna start singing. No, I so see. Don't want to steal from Sharon. Okay, I see you. I see you. No. Uh, but look, I have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, um, if you do decide to uh, sponsor our show, we really do appreciate it, and we try to do as much as we can for our patrons, just uh, because you know, if you give us money, that's fucking amazing. So give mm-hmm. us your money now. Oh, yes, oh, in, in addition, you didn't listen no. to me. My- Fucking request again. Two weeks in a row. No comment. I was so no hoping reviews. that we could just no, skip this I part. I did not forget it, Austin. Two straight weeks. What the fuck? I'm going, I'm going full action. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, I just broke my desk. <laughs> fucking liberals. <laughs> you fucking snowflakes. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. This is, this is, a, this, you know, it's time for seriousness. Austin, shut, shut up. This is just me and the audience, okay? I, I wasn't even saying anything. <laughs> 
This is how he treats me. Some people would call it abuse. Shut up, Austin. All right, listen. All right. What is wrong with you? You're right. I'm. Stop I am talking, Austin. <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? What 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 is wrong with you? All it takes is a couple clicks. You just click our fucking podcast. You click five stars. Five stars, because there are no other options. You click the five stars. You say good show. That's it. You don't have to say much. That's all. You don't have to leave a whole fucking paragraph. Don't. Just say good. Uh, say, I'm going to laugh so hard if our next review is just good show. <laughs> no, it won't be because they're fucking lazy, Austin. No one leaves his goddamn oh, oh comments. God. Making me drink, audience. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, they're the ones making you drink. <laughs> don't worry, audience. I'm on your side. Radio silence until Tom right. admits he has a problem. Fine, I have a problem. All right. If you... Okay, if you don't take to my threat... And the prescription is more comments. <laughs> if you don't <laughs> listen to my threat, fine. Okay. We're going to calm down. We're going to go leave you to think about all the bad things that oh you've done. Oh my god, the patrons are going to get such great things. <laughs> and we're going to go to A Little Ugly on the side, and we're going to read a fucking children's book, because that's what we do for you. Leave us a comment. Thank you. Have a good week. Oh, look who's home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you.